0: Welcome to the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. This is the UK's only podcast where customer experience professionals share their journey, insights, challenges, and current focus in an ever changing customer service landscape. My name is Gavin Scott, and I invite you to join us as we delve into another great conversation. Whether you want to increase customer satisfaction or decrease customer complaints, there's sure to be plenty of gold that will help you to stand out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Customer Service Golders Podcast, and I'm your host, Gavin Scott. Now, in today's episode, I wanted to spend some time just delving deeper into mindset, what mindset actually is. Let me ask you a question. What is mindset as far as you're concerned? One of the best ways that I've seen mindset being described is that, put simply, mindset is a collection of thoughts or attitudes that govern how you show up. How you think impacts how you feel, therefore how you behave and the results. That you get. Now, in professional sport these days, what percentage of success do they say is down to mindset and mindset alone? Well, certainly in some of the research that I've done, they say that 80% of success is down to mindset in professional sport. And I believe the same can be said in the workplace. If we haven't got the right mindset or the right state of mind, we're not going to deliver some of the results that we're more than capable of achieving. So mindset is crucially important. Now, let me just share with you a quick story about how this was really brought to life many years ago. And it's a motto that my family live and breathe by today. So when I was 10 years old during the war, as they say, back in the day, I was at my final assembly in Astmore Junior School in Runcorn, and I was sitting there on a floor with my legs crossed, a brown, is it a parquet floor? Is that what it's called? Brown floor, legs crossed, cold bottom, as you did back in the day. And we were waiting for our headmaster, Mr. Hughes, to come and give us his final assembly. And Mr. Hughes, he was a bald-headed chap with a bit of gray hair just over both of his ears. And he had a cough like a pneumatic drill. You could hear him coming before he arrived. And Mr. Hughes came in for this final assembly. And he walked up. We were all scared of Mr. Hughes, you know, so like many people are of headmasters or used to be. He was a scary chap. And he walked into the assembly, my final assembly, 10 years old. I was born... In August, so I was a young lad in the class, one of the youngest, I think. And he walked in and he walked up to the first kid and he simply said this, never give up. And he carried on. The next person, never give up, never give up, never give up, never give up. He went round the whole of the assembly and he simply said, never give up to every single one of us. And so I certainly walked out of that room that day thinking to myself, I am never, ever going to give up. And that's a mindset. And that's certainly something I share with my kids. You know, I talk about the importance of being kind, demonstrate integrity, and have this never give up mentality. And that's a mindset. And I think, you know, today, people are very quick to throw the towel and give up really, really quickly. And if you're passionate about something, you want to achieve something, you want to be successful at something, then you've got to have this never give up mentality. And so mindset is crucially important in professional sports and mindset is also massively important in the workplace. Whether you're working in customer service or something else, mindset is key. But the reason why I'm talking about mindset in today's episode is because they say that customer service is not a team, it's not a department or a function within a business. It's a mindset and everyone can make a contribution to the service that your business provides if they have the right mindset. So we've already said that 80% of success in professional sports is down to mindset and 20% is down to skill. And so, i want to share with you a simple tool that I first came across during my time when I was doing some work with a company called Ivy House, based in London. And they shared this next tool uh, about mindset, and uh, I, I use it on a regular basis, and I think it's going to help you as well. So it works like this. Just imagine on the screen in front of you, I've got a full box model, right? And at the very top box, the word results. Is included there. And is it fair to say that whether it's your personal life or your professional life, all of us want to get results, right? Whether you want to, I don't know, lose a few pounds in weight for your summer holidays, whether you want to get promotion in the workplace, whether you want to get a bigger bonus, whether you want to have a better loving relationship with a a distant relative, we all want to get results, right? That's fair to say, yes? in the workplace or outside of the workplace. And what is it? What is it that drives the results that you get? Well, one of the key things that drives the results that you get is how you behave or how you act, how you show up massively drives the results that you get. And so if you think about this four box model, we've got the top box, which has got results in. And the next box below that says the word behave or how you behave. Okay, you can replace the word behave with act, the actions that you take. And when I talk about behavior, I'm talking about what you see people do and what you hear people say. How you behave massively drives the results that you get. Let me give you an example. If I go for an interview and I turn up for this interview and let's say I'm chewing gum, I'm rude, I'm cocky, I'm stubborn, that behavior is not going to get me a great result, is it? But if I turn up for an interview and I'm engaging, I'm articulate, I'm enthusiastic, I'm positive, I'm bright, you know, that behavior is going to get me a very different result. So how you behave massively drives the results that you get. And what is it that impacts how you behave? Well, it's down to how you feel. Okay, how you feel massively drives how you behave and therefore the results that you get. So you've got results at the top, you've got behave underneath, and the next box says the word feel. Let's continue the thread with an interview. Let's say if I turn up for an interview and the night before I've drank, I don't know, five pints of Stella. I've had a poor night's sleep. I've done no research on this company that I'm about to have an interview with. Right? I'm not going to feel good. Therefore, I'm not going to behave in a particularly positive way and the results are not going to be favorable. So how you feel massively impacts how you behave and therefore the results that you get. Now, what is it that impacts how you feel? Of course, I've given you the goldest. It's how you think. How you think impacts how you feel, therefore how you behave, and the results that you get. So everything starts up here. Everything starts with a thought, okay? In in fact, me and you, we're here in this world today because... Yeah, two people have a thought, right? Whether it was the right thought, who knows? But you're here now, everything starts with a thought in your head. You know, the stuff that you've got around you, whether you're sat in a car, someone had a thought about that, whether you're sat in your office looking at a laptop, you know, someone had a thought about that. Everything starts with a thought. And how you think impacts how you feel, therefore, how you behave and the results that you get. Now, there are four key things. There are four key things that impact how you think. Let me just share with you the first one. Let me ask you, what are the things that you think might impact how you think? Maybe you you can be shouting some things out loud in the car right now or in your office, wherever that might be, or as you're walking the dog. But what is it that impacts how you think? Let me share with you four key things, four key things that impact how you think. And the first one is your physical state. You know, the mind and body, they're massively connected. And so... You've got to take care of yourself, right? Look after your body because it massively impacts how you think. If any of you have recently had some celebrations over the Jubilee extended weekend, maybe you're a bit jaded on Monday morning because potentially you may have abused your body a little bit and drank excessively. And this is what happens. If we do that, it massively impacts how we think, our clarity of thinking. I know that me and my wife, certainly for the start of the year, we choose not to have a drink. And as a result, boy, do I have clear thoughts Uh, on a Monday morning. I don't suffer from jet lag from the weekend. And of course, when the sun comes out and we fancy a, a couple of glasses of wine, we maybe enjoy ourselves a little bit more over the summer months. But certainly for anyone who's had a period of time where you've not had a drink, it massively impacts your clarity of thinking in a positive way. And so, if you drink excessively, if you take drugs, if you drink, I don't know, 10 cans of Red Bull, 40 cups of black coffee, if you do no exercise, you know, that's going to massively impact how you think. So, one of the first things that you got to do is just take care of yourself. You know, do some exercise, go for walks, do some meditation, yoga, whatever's going to work for you, but look after your body. It massively affects your clarity of thinking. Okay so that's the first one. The next one that impacts how you think is the language that you use and many people they catastrophize about stuff. you know they wake up in the morning, they look outside, it's raining and they say oh, today's gonna be a crappy day right Today is gonna be an absolute nightmare. And people use words like that. They catastrophize about stuff. This is going to be such a disaster. I'm never going to achieve this. This is going to go so wrong. I'm going to make so many mistakes. And if you're serving that language to yourself, then that's going to have a a negative effect on how you feel, therefore how you behave and the results that you get. And there's plenty of people out there who will be happy to talk negatively about you. So if you're feeding yourself lots of negative words or phrases, then crikey, you're in trouble, aren't you? So focus on the right language, right? Serve yourself some positive words. I can do this. Let's make this happen. Here we go. Showtime. Relax. Stay calm. Yeah, whatever that words or phrases might be that you use, just serve yourself the right language because it massively impacts how you think, therefore how you feel, behave, and the results that you get. So serve yourself good, positive phrases. As a referee, when I'm out on a Saturday afternoon, I'm saying to myself, come on, Gav, you got this. Let's make it happen. Let's focus on the next 10 minutes and be brilliant, right? That helps. It's not the only thing that I do, but it certainly helps. Rather say that than be saying to myself, oh my God, Gav, you're going to be such a disaster here. That's not going to help at all. So avoid catastrophizing, serve yourself some good words that are going to help when it comes to how you think. The third thing that impacts how you think is the people who you surround yourself with and the places where you choose to spend your time. There's a guy called Jim Rohn. He says you become the average of the five people that you spend most of your time with. You become the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. And so you've got to surround yourself with people who've got your back, people who want the best for you, right? And we're very good at comparing ourselves with other people on social media. And that's not really going to help, is it? Because a lot of this stuff is, you know, it's made up, right? But that impacts how you think, therefore, how you feel, behave and the results that you get. So spend time with people who've got your back. Surround yourself with people who are going to help you to get better. The mastermind group that I used to attend, a guy called Dan Bradbury says, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you need to get into another room or find a new room. And so that's about stretching yourself and surrounding yourself with people who will raise your game and go to places that are going to help. So that might be going for a walk. It might be going to the gym. It might be just spending time in places that make you feel good, whatever that might be. I mean, a, a spa day or, I don't know, something else. Even just visiting family and, and spending time with them. I'm sure many of you did that, certainly over the Jubilee. But, you know, people and places massively impact how you think, therefore how you feel, behave, and the results that you get. And the final thing that impacts how you think, we call this your, your lens of the world. This is your values and your beliefs. So, you know, behavior is very deep rooted. So what we're talking about here is your experiences, your memories, your upbringing, your education, all of that stuff, you know, massively impacts how you think. You know, if my dad said to me, you can do better than that, Gav, you can do better than that, Gav, you can do better than that, Gav. No matter how successful I am, I'm always going to focus on what I can do next rather than spending some time celebrating my success. And so, you know, remember that how we behave and how we show up, it's very deep rooted. So recognize that, you know, acknowledge that and have an awareness of that. Because sometimes, you know, experiences and memories that we have stop us from being the best that we can be. Sometimes we, we put ourselves in a box and stay within that box just in case something goes wrong and so you know it stops you from fully releasing your potential and so you know have an awareness of these values and beliefs because they massively impact how you think therefore how you feel behave and the results that you get so mindset In professional sport, 80% of success is down to mindset. 20% is down to skill. I believe the same can be said in the workplace. Certainly, they say that customer service is not a department, not a function. It's a mindset. And so have a mindset of just wanting to help people. And remember those four key things that impact how you think, your physical state, the language that you use, people and places, values. And beliefs and just recognize that and you know this is called the think feel behave model and i'm sure many of you have heard of it before but the key thing is it's just about recognizing your thoughts and noticing your thoughts and remembering that they're just thoughts they're not facts you only ever a warm thought away from a positive or a negative situation okay but often We sleep with these thoughts. We caress these thoughts. We spend time with these thoughts. And they're just thoughts. They're not facts. And so how you feel, that's your window of the world. And if you don't feel great, just stop and say to yourself, okay, what am I thinking? Right? Is it true? And if it's not true, then let it go. Just let these things go and and think some better thoughts. Right? Now, it's easier said than done. I get it. But ultimately, if you want to get the results in life, then you know everything starts with how you think. And so serve yourself the right thoughts, take care of yourself, use positive language, surround yourself with good people and just acknowledge some of the values and beliefs. And remember that this behavior, these values and beliefs, they're very deep rooted, but let's not let them stop us from being successful. So yes, I hope you've enjoyed that little monologue from me there around mindset. And certainly if you want to learn more about customer service mindset for success, then by all means, drop me an email, get in touch via LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to have conversations about that. It's certainly one of the events that I run for any of my clients that I'm working with. we, We kickstart any of the programs by focusing on mindset and really making sure that people have got a mindset for success. So please do let me know what are your thoughts on the monologues? Do they work for you? Um, I'm trying to mix it up a little bit and it's with, monologues and guests. So we'll have more guests on their way and certainly more monologues coming up in the not too distant future. But as always, thank you for listening to the customer service Goldust podcast. I do appreciate you downloading the podcast and listening to it. I hope that it's helping you to, to get better in whatever the role that is that you do. I look forward to speaking to you again in the not too distant future. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. I'm sure that there were plenty of ideas you can take away and apply to your business today. Three things to do now subscribe to the podcast so that you can benefit from every episode. I'd also love to see a little review as well. This helps to spread the word and the gold dust, of course. Head over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Finding Gold Dust How to Create Exceptional Customer Experiences. The book is endorsed by a former executive vice president of Walt Disney Resorts. And finally, visit my website at www.gavinscott.me and sign up for some more free content. Until next time, stay memorable.